this year at Heartland, we are proud to present the Scottish singer-songwriter Louis Capaldi. Only 22 years old, he has already traveled the world with his music, supporting Sam Smith and winning hearts all over the place with his soulful voice and lyrics that are not usually gifted to a 22-year-old. His journey started at age 11, playing pubs he wasn't allowed to be in. His voice, surprising people everywhere he went, led to a record deal. But for Louis Capaldi, there's one place that is more important than any other when it comes to his music, and that's the stage. Being able to play live is a big deal for Louis Capaldi. And in this interview, he talks about his passion for the stage performance, why people cry at his concerts, how he feels the room opens up when he plays live, and what you can expect from him this summer when he joins Heartland Festival. Please enjoy. So, Louis Capaldi, welcome to Denmark. Oh, thanks. Thank you very much for having me. I know it's you It's you that decides who's allowed to come into the country. So, thanks very much. Yeah, no, it's good to be here. I love it here. Yeah, you've been to uh, Copenhagen and Denmark a couple of times yeah. uh, already. How do you find Denmark uh, as a country? I love it. It's my favourite city in Europe. Mm? Like I'm not, I'm not just saying that, and it's because you've got. Are you sure you're not just? I'm saying not that. just saying that. You've got Tivoli Gardens, which I frequent quite a bit. Um, the, the 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 label gave me a, a, a year's pass. Oh um, right. Yeah. So we'll fuck it. Oh, I can swear. I can't. You can swear. swear. Oh, That's sorry, okay. I keep forgetting. So it's just just, that, not, just an overdue. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's fucking class. I'm a I'm a big fan of it. And uh, yeah, I, I like I could literally I could seriously see myself living here. Okay, but this summer you're gonna uh, visit a Heartland Festival. Yes, absolutely. And it's uh, hopefully not gonna be raining because hopefully. that would be uh, it would be kind of sad. It's a very very beautiful place. Yeah. Um And uh, even more beautiful. And when the sun is out, well, um, I, well, I'm okay. hopefully it won't rain. But if it does, this is the thing as well. When the sun's out and I'm playing shows, I tend to sweat quite a bit, <laughs> and it's not a pretty sight. Do you know what I mean? So I, I, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll hold out hope for sun as well. Right. But I just, I just want people to be aware that if it maybe, is sunny, maybe just warm weather with. A cloud or yeah, two, like a light just, breeze. Yeah, 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 kill me down. Yeah, because I look like a, a melting hippo if, if it's uh, if it's too too sunny and I get a bit sweaty. Right, so, yeah, it's not a pretty. Th- there are times where people, it's good for people to be pristine on stage and mm. have the full face of makeup and stuff, or or, or go and doing cost like do you know I me mean, outfit changing stuff. There's times when that a show calls for that, I think. Mm. But um, yeah, sometimes you can't beat just someone right. going for it and, and sweating their tits clean off. <laughs> but tell me, um, um, what, I mean, I know it's hard to describe a show, mm-hmm. especially one you haven't played yet, mm-hmm. but yeah. uh, for people listening and uh, looking forward to seeing you on Heartland Festival, mm-hmm. what do uh, what can they expect for you to present on a festival show mm-hmm. compared to maybe a club show? Yeah, I think they can expect it to be a lot Bigger sounding than we than it has been in the past. Um, do you have a band with you? I do. Yeah, it will be. I won't be just. I mean, a lot of people might know my stuff as kind of stripped and very emotional kind of thingy. And uh, recently, we've been because we've got the album coming out, mm. um, and now will be out by the time we play the festival. I'm sure. So um, yeah, so uh, it's, it's a case of like uh, th- there are bigger songs, and it isn't just going to be a 
everyone crying. And, and, and <laughs> so, I mean, it's not going to be a, just a, 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 a people a, crying a, at your concert. Yeah, it's weird, yeah. man. A lot. Yeah. So, like, uh, because they get so touched. Or I don't know. Maybe they're like... just so overwhelmed that they're seeing me live. I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, I, I don't know. I, I, it seems to be because of the the songs. I mean, mm. it's definitely not because they're, they're seeing me. But uh, yeah, I think they just the songs that that they hear, the, especially the kind of ballad ones must make them think about stuff that's happened. And that's nice, it's really lovely. But yeah. Um, yeah, so I think for that, for the show, it'll be a lot bigger than that. Mm. And I think it's a lot, I like to have a laugh on stage as well. So it won't be as, um, it, yeah, it won't be as, it's a not going to be a, yeah, like it won't that. be serious at all. Mm. Right, exactly, that's the whole point. And I'm all about having a laugh and not taking things seriously. So right. it's just going to be, yeah, it's going to be a good one. But you keep saying big and I can't, mm. I can imagine that uh, with your songs being, mm very much from the heart but yeah. also very intimate mm. and and when you first came out it was yeah. basically you and your guitar yeah. uh, or you and the piano yeah. um being on stage with a band you must mm. also be able to like like give all your songs a boost or yeah. like uh put them up in a bigger scale exactly yeah because it's no one wants to hear just a piano and vocal for you know half an hour 45 minutes whatever it is so it's like yeah if, if, I, if i ever go see someone who's just got that i'm like this is boring finish your set early please so I can go and get steaming like it's not it's not like a thingy but I think so it's important to create you know like a dynamic in the set where it's like you've got the high po points and you've got the low points so it's like a bit more like the 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 the, the stripped back sections of the show where it's just me and the piano and there are a few songs like that mm. I think they're made more um they're made more special by not having them all the time, if that makes sense. Right. So the fact yeah, to pull a few songs out of the set mm -hmm. and then make them um, stand more out yeah, yeah, with being just you. Exactly. So right. when we've got this big sounding, which obviously for festivals as well, people want to have a good time, do you know what I mean? So we do we do have those songs and it's good that we can kind of do the large ones and do the big, the fast ones and stuff. And then when we do pull it back, it's really... Yeah, at, 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 at festivals in the past, it's been really yeah special those moments mm. so um yeah hopefully it's just a good show and people don't think it's fucking terrible <laughs> and uh yeah i'm sure it'll be fine <laughs> yeah but um but i um i want to talk a bit about how uh <clears throat> you being not just on stage on festivals but yeah. on in clubs and mm. and and touring with uh supporting sam smith in the mm -hmm. uh, in the past and, and stuff like that you have been on tour for the past what four years yeah something like that it feels like that like anyway. <laughs> like st straight yeah yeah just just full on yeah just since that the, the music's been getting the kind of attention it's been getting which has been it's been amazing it's really? been really good yeah but yeah I, mm. i can't help but feel that um we we um When I, I see you as an artist, I definitely uh, have the impression that you care about your records and, yeah. and make sure that you, you put out something decent mm. and good and yeah. then something you're proud of. Totally. But you kind of like spark even more when you go live, like yeah, yeah. when you're out. Yeah. Is that uh, your preferred place to be yeah. on stage? Absolutely. I think yeah. for me, I do, I want the, the obviously like you say the records to sound good, but the actual process of recording I fucking hate it's so why it's so um laborious and it's so like the same thing over and over again and I hate when I write a song I just immediately want to go play it live for people like I want it just to go be out as quick as possible and that's actually why a lot of my songs have been so stripped because I've just been like 
I don't it's, Let's I, just get it done I want, This is a song Let's yeah. put it out I want people to hear it So yeah for me Like recording is something I have to do So that I can play live Which is which is, I think people are always A bit surprised when they hear that But recording Yeah I just don't I don't Being in a studio And all cooped up and stuff right. Isn't what I, I like to do I like to be out on stage As you say Playing live That's my background That's where I come from Um, I think yeah With me like The whole I got into music because I wanted to be on stage singing for people. So everything that I do in terms of writing songs and recording songs is kind of like a means to an end in terms of I just do that to facilitate playing live for people. Right. Um, so but yeah. where does that come from? Like you wanting to be on stage before you wanting to, um, uh, to record an album? I think for me, it was just a case of... That's what I saw, like my earlier... Earliest memories of like music are like seeing like... Queen at the Live Aid and stuff like that when but like on my mum and dad used to show me the the, the DVDs of it and stuff mm. like that and, and, and stuff like that was always like the first things I saw. So for me I didn't even think I don't know, I recording an album wasn't something I thought about until, you know, like I don't even know, like six, seven years ago. Like it wasn't something right. I associated really. Do you know what I mean? I always thought live music is the is the way I like to consume music seeing right. something live um so yeah like pl for playing and that having said that please buy my album when it comes out <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the way I, i like to see music and stuff is is live and, and i think there's something special about it it's so instant like do you know what i mean you can tell if people like it or not straight away do you know what i mean rather than yeah i guess that it, i i guess a lot of people have experiences with um seeing a band they don't know yeah, yeah exactly never heard the songs mm -hmm. and being totally overwhelmed exactly. with the concert uh, yeah. and feeling like this is something I need to check out yeah. and only afterwards I've seen them live totally yeah yeah, yeah. 100% and I think that's what's so special is that where you want to convince people actually do you want to like have would you prefer people to meet you live first rather yeah. than on the record yeah I think so and mm. I think that's why when people I always say this about headline gigs feel quite strange to me at the minute because It's still quite new for me to be playing headline shows, but I like being a support act because of that thing. That I like the feeling of winning people over, and you can kind of like that. Sam Smith tour was amazing for me just because. So I've been playing gigs in pubs and that for my whole life since I was eleven. So not my whole life since I was eleven, <laughs> uh, but since I was eleven, I've been playing shows in pubs. And it's How like, wait? You need to explain that before you yeah, just yeah, yeah. skip so, over it. So, Eleven years old, yeah. you're not allowed to be in a pub. No, no. So my, my brother, who was also played music, used to book me these gigs and say, "Oh, I was, I was his brother." And so you have some places in where I was from that did 14 plus nights, like for 14 and over, mm -hmm. and like 16 and over shows. And he used to tell them I was that age, and I used to go into the pubs and hide in the bathrooms until it was my turn to play my set and then come out and play the play the songs and then I was asked to, to fuck off essentially right. afterwards but um so yeah like that I did that for like a, a very very long time mm. and I, that that feeling of being a wee chubby guy who nobody gives a fuck about going on stage playing songs and stuff and not like no one cares when when you go up as, as a support actor or even at a pub and I think what the best thing was was having just one or two people come up to me in the pubs after and say that was really fucking good I really enjoyed that mm. like that was amazing and it's the same feeling with when we supported Sam or when we supported like Rag and Bone Man or Niall Horn or any of these people um, Milky Chance were another one uh, that, that just that feeling of walking on stage and everyone's like they're kind of talking over you and they're like they're not interested because and I'm not saying they should be why would they be like do you know what I mean but it's like uh, and that feeling of Hitting, like starting getting to the first chorus of a song mm. and people going 
I mean, you don't, you, not all of them, because you never get all of them, but most, like, you just kind of see a hand, like, groups of people in the audience. Mm. Pay, you see them, like, okay, this, what's this I'm hearing for the first time? Do you know what I mean? And with the Sam tour, it was amazing because we had this bit in one of the choruses where I went really loud, and some nights, like, the room just, like, erupted with noise, which was mental. I'd never experienced it before. Um, so, yeah, just stuff like that. Like, that yeah, that's a moment where... Like, in the case of supporting Sam, like, 20,000 people who had never heard me before mm. were all going, oh, who's this wee loser that this? <laughs> like, uh, uh, this is all actually right. Actually paying attention. This is, this is actually okay, do you know yeah. what I mean? And I think, yeah, that there's something magic about having that half an hour to make people invest in you as a singer. Right. And then when people come to your shows after and say, oh, I saw you at this thingy. So, I'm yeah, I'm used to being the support act and stuff, and I like that idea of winning people over. But that must also sometimes be nerve-wracking. Well, I mean, yeah. supporting for Sam Smith, playing mm. for 20,000 people, they might as well have been, like yeah. you said, who the fuck is this guy? Oh, yeah. No, they, and they were. You could feel it. Like, <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. It is so nerve-wracking. And, and the Sam Smith tour was a funny one because the, I said, right, the first song, I'm going to go on with just me and the guitar and it's going to be class and that'll be it. And... I just I had in my head I had this picture of me walking out confident as fuck with a guitar and playing it and just being like me and a guitar in a twenty thousand capacity arena, and then when it came to do it, I was fucking shitting myself because yeah. Sam Smith had a big he had a big runway for the stage, so I had to walk like twenty twenty <laughs> like hundred yards or something before I got to the microphone, yeah. and there was just this kind of scattered applause that you got <laughs> of people again you could just tell no one gives a fuck about this here right. or no one gives a fuck about watching me here and again why should they I'm, I'm not thinking like but yeah you just got the old scattered applause something like that going woo like but that's yeah. why you got like, that, like two people out of 20,000 and yeah by the end that feeling of like having you know at least a couple hundred going fucking hell I, I, I like this and I'm mm. going to check it out um, so yeah it is nerve wracking it's the most Never I can feel in the world, but that's why the payoff is so amazing because mm. you're, you're shutting yourself and you're really worried about it and you want to do a good job. And then when it happens, you're like, oh, fuck, yeah, I like this. You seem very passionate about the whole life uh, mm. performance part mm. of being a musician. And mm -hmm. you said you started with the, the pups and the running in and playing the songs and yeah. running out again. Um, mm -hmm. But um, I'm guessing you started with some songs that weren't yours yeah, with yeah. covers and mm -hmm. stuff. So when did it start? Um, becoming clear for you that to keep up your yeah. passion yeah. of playing live you had to write your own songs it was it was it was literally like that was my and from the start i knew that like i was doing the covers and stuff but as so i have an older brother he's six years older than me he was in bands and stuff growing up so we started playing music at the same time obviously having that six years difference i had six years in advance already and yeah writing songs just seemed like in my head, I don't know why, I just had it in my head, if you want to play gigs, you have to write songs. Mm. And if, so, like, from the get-go, I was trying to write my own songs, and I was, like, nine, do you know what I mean? And it's, like, they were t fucking terrible. They were awful <laughs> songs. But, like, it was a case of, like, yeah, just that... Something about it was, like, you can do covers, but in my head, I just knew you have to write your own songs. And I did, like, I was... When I played my first gig when I was 11, I played a full set of my own songs in one cover, do you know what I mean? Right. I always saw the cover as like a, a novelty thing. So I saw the cover as something that you would do, like five of your own songs and then one cover and it'd be like, thing. Right. So, um, yeah, so I was like very, very, from the get-go kind of, I was like, right, you need to write your own songs. Like even before I picked up guitars, 
I was attempting to write songs and I, not poetry. People, I, I know a lot of people say I was writing poetry before thingy, but I was writing, trying to write songs when I was before I could pick up a guitar, before I picked up a guitar. Um, so like, yeah, it was for me. It's just always something that's been. You just knew. Yeah, yeah. Like just, you had to do. Yeah, that. just yeah, you just had a feeling that right. If I'm going to play live and do this properly. Mm. You need to write your own songs. And uh, thank God I had that in my head from nine because by the time I was like 14, I'd been writing songs for, you know, five years. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And now you have two uh, EPs out mm-hmm. and an album coming. Yep. Um, but as we talked about earlier, you've been on the road for four, me- four years almost. Yep. How do you um, how do you maintain the mm. passion, both for the songwriting, but also staying on stage? Because... Mm-hmm. Um, I bet it's amazing. Yeah. Um, and uh, mm-hmm. and I can imagine how the rush must feel standing on stage. Mm-hmm. But it's also still pretty hard to be on the road for yeah, so many totally. years. Yeah. Uh, so how do you like maintain the uh, the spark? Yeah. For me, I just try and and I don't know if this is I'm trying to word this in the best way, but I just you can't take it too seriously. Like, I, and I just try and have a laugh with things, and I think that's how I keep the passion with it so if a if a gig was to go horribly or i'm you know six weeks into a tour and i'm thinking this is i can't do this or whatever you just need to sit back and take a look at the whole situation and go this is ridiculous what i'm doing like just mm. getting to go all over this all over the world and and, and getting to play these songs people have never heard and stuff this is ridiculous like sitting the fact that like people like yourself We're, we're sitting down and doing interviews and stuff like that is meant that's all we it's mental and i think that's so It's crazy, and I think, yeah, that you have to. For me, I just try not to take things seriously, and that's how I keep it alive. Do you know what I mean? And obviously, you're getting that thing, and that's why I think my shows they are. So we have the serious songs and stuff like that, and it's very easy to get bogged down in the, in this the the, the sincerity and the mm. seriousness of everything. And I think, yeah, if you come to one of my shows, you'll see that's the 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 goal is to have a laugh. Right. have a good time and enjoy we enjoy the songs and we just but the actual anything except the songs is not serious because if you take things seriously especially in the music industry too much if you take yourself too seriously and everything that's going on around it you'll go mad like you'll lose your mind just because it's it's a very intense experience of just touring mm. constantly and writing and then constantly having that fear of like Oh, are people going to like this or is this going to be as successful as the last song and stuff mm. like that if you think about it too much you're going to go mad and I did Last year at some point, I, there was a time when I was like just worrying about everything and I was getting, oh no, the shows, this show isn't selling as well as this show and this song isn't doing what I wanted it to do. And he just, you go, this is, you need to stop yourself and kind of step back, because it's human nature, I think, mm. to do that and step back and go, this is ridiculous. Look at all this. Look at where you were two years ago for now. And yeah, just that. It's just about perspective and keeping things. Yeah, light. also, I guess that when when you are in the music industry, you you can't mm-hmm. avoid seeing people mm-hmm. becoming a star and then burning out really yep, fast totally. uh, so i guess you need some uh like some help um not from just yourself but also from having a band around yeah. you and making sure that as you say you keep a laugh in it all yeah, yeah. because you totally. you don't want to burn out after no, two eps or anything yeah, i think that having a band around you that can have it like that are just as much Mm. And ha- about having a laugh as you are, and that you kind of know, like all oh, my band are from Scotland, mm. except one of them's English, but he's hilarious. But like it's just uh, keeping that familiarity around you, I think as well is is important stuff. Um, like four members of my band are all were all my friends before, 
and they've never been session musicians before. Do you know what I mean? So they've they're okay, just so you're on a journey together. Yeah, yeah. So it's just yeah. as new to them as thingy. So um, and it's just yeah, I think that like you say that people do just explode and then burn out very fast. And then I think as well when you hear about any time I've watched an interview or read an interview or heard or spoke to anybody who's had a big a big success on an album or I just I've had a big success on a couple of albums. You speak to them and you go. Oh, what was it like? Like, while well, you had this was going doing this, you or you were touring this place and mm. doing all these amazing things, and they go, do you know what? I never really took any of it in. Like when it's happening, you don't take it in, and I think that's such a shame that you don't that you can't enjoy it while it's happening because you're so f- focused on the next thing. So yeah. I think yeah, just that's what I'm saying. Like having a laugh with it all and just being trying like, to be in it. Yeah, uh, totally. And because yeah. then like this, this, this is the thing as well. This might not, I might not be doing this forever. This might be a, a a very small window in my life, and I might be wanting to doing something else, and that'll be fine. So I want to make sure, however make long, yeah, however long it lasts. Mm. I mean, I could be doing it forever, but forever, however long it lasts, it's just about having a laugh with it and, and yeah, experiencing it fully rather than letting it pass me right. by. You have listened to a Heartland podcast. If you like what you just heard. Please write us a review on iTunes or even better, tell your friends that you heard this. We would really appreciate it. Thank you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.